Welcome to Cosplay and Cocktails. This is Paige. And I am Jessie, as always. As always. In case you couldn't tell, get excited because you're on a road trip with us. Yeah, this is a road trip episode. We are on our way back from Houston. Um, we went to Comic Palooza again. Yeah, and this time... We have a bonus. We got a little extra cargo in the back. <laughs> you might hear a little oh. commentary from our uh, our crew. Yeah, we're gonna we're just gonna call him Crew. Um, he's been a guest on the podcast before, um, and we drug him along with us and made him we take. He wanted to go. We didn't drag. We him. drug him. Um, we knocked him out. Threw him in the car. No, we drugged him. We drugged him out. <laughs> no. And uh, forced him to uh, take pictures of us and uh, help us with things. Um, yeah, Jesse's brother Jake. Hi. So he may or may not uh, comment on things. Yeah. Uh, so don't be in, Jake. don't be alarmed, listener. If you hear a male voice behind us, we know he's there. Yeah. Um. So before we get into the con, uh, Jesse. Uh, obviously, we're not drinking, so uh, it's not currently cocktail corner. Big Red. Oh, my Nobody cares about your Big Red. Big Red cares. If Big Red sponsored the podcast, I would lose my freaking mind. But we did have some uh, drinks at the con. Jesse, what was your favorite drink of the con? Well, oh, the only actual like drink at a bar or anything I think I happened to is that margarita. Yeah. We had some prosecco any... with our friends Friday night. Was, was it prosecco that was. Champagne, yeah, or like California champagne. Yeah, uh, I got the May the Force Be With You Yoda drink. Oh, yeah, man. how was that, Jake? It was good. It was like a lime. I did and, try a sip of that. Yeah, it was lime and melon mar- margarita and had yeah. little lime Yoda ears and cherry eyes. It was very cute. It was very cute. Uh, so, pro- yeah, probably that Oaxaca Swizzle margarita I had. Yeah, I just had a, a good old. Normal, House margarita. Good old normal margarita. Um, um, the Wagon was like mezcal, chocolate bitters, other ingredients. I can't remember. Great. I know I had mezcal and chocolate bitters and some kind of fruit juice, passion fruit juice or something. Um, it's from uh, Papacito's Cantina. So if you're a Texas native... Recommend it if you like. It tells you the ingredients on the menu, so you read, read the menu. Yeah. yeah, that was really. Other than that, we just drank like bunnies <laughs> of alcohol in the room. Oh, we had that really disgusting Orbeez shot. Oh yeah, we took us. We went to the liquor store to get some whiskey for Paige's husband. Some local Texas whiskeys that we can't get uh, back home, and so we bought a few little bunnies, as we call them, little airplane bottles. That was a uh, great a matter of debate to drink over, amongst yeah, our amongst Texas our friends. Friend groups, yeah, what those are referred to as. So we bought several of those, and one that we each kind of got different stuff, but one that all three of us got was this. Um, like it looked like the thing that they gave me my gallstones in. I honestly, it's like, like a test uh, tube. It looked like a test tube. It was gross. It had Orbeez in it. Uh, yeah, it wasn't great. That was the worst cocktail of the weekend. Absolutely. At least we can agree on that. 
So, Jesse, what have you been up to uh, besides being in Houston with me? Well, so a few weeks ago, before we were in Houston, I was on another podcast, uh, and they just talk about a lot of nerdy topics. It's pretty broad. Um, a lot of computer stuff. They're both big computer nerds, but I was on the first episode to talk about the Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus series. So if that's something that you think you might be into, hearing three Midwestern nerds talk about um, the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, and then later two Midwestern nerds talking about other general things, it's called the Breaker Nerdcast. Uh, if you haven't got enough Jesse in your life, you can go check it out. Feeling curious about anything over there? Uh, yeah. Something's on my mind. That means question time. I'm gonna ask you a question. So this is gonna be an interesting question time because I don't think we've ever had the guest on for I'm gonna ask you a question before. So uh, I get to ask both of you and also you, listener. And I'll remind you at the end of the episode what the question is. My question today is, what is your favorite con-going tradition? So, uh, it can be something that you do before the con, during the con, or after the con. Just a tradition, tradition that seems to crop up. So, for me, I don't know that I have like a specific for every con uh, tradition. Um, I think that each con is so different for us. Um... But, like, Dragon Con, obviously, we have, like, a lot, kind of, like, a a schedule to Dragon Con. And one thing um, that we've done in the past a couple times, I'm going to give one thing that we have done in the past, in in a a few times, um, that I hope that we continue doing. And then one thing that we just started doing, that I also hope we continue doing. So, the first thing is our breakfast the day that we leave Dragon Con, our brunch um, at the Marriott. Um, on Monday, that's our last day at Dragon Con. We normally don't really cosplay. If we do, it's very, like, normie. Like an everyday yeah. Um, and, you know, we're Norm- bummed. We're normie. Uh, we're bummed that we're leaving, and we've got a pack, and we're, you know, we've got, like, a long travel day ahead of us, and... Um, but one thing that we've started doing that kind of is like a little treat ourselves is there's a really nice um, brunch that we go to um, at one of the host hotels and it's really fancy and it's just so much good food and drinks and stuff and we just go and just kind of like relax before we have to have a sad day so (laughs) of leaving Dragon Con so Um, that's our last day in Dragon Con world. Tuesday, like by Tuesday, we're all back to our normal mm-hmm. lives generally. Yeah. So, and that's kind of our, like, generally our last con of the season. So it's kind of like a finale on con season yeah. too. Sometimes we have another one, and, and we do. We too has been in the winter mm-hmm. the two times we've gone. So it was kind of our like mid season or like in between yeah. summertime con. But this year it's like right before Dragon Con. Yeah. So we're not going to be going. So, yeah. But so, yeah, so it's just kind of like, it's just sad for lots of reasons, but that brunch is really nice and we've done that before and I hope we continue to do it. One thing that we just started doing last year, um, and it's more podcast, um, based, uh, is 
that we started doing meetups for the podcast at Dragon Con. And uh, we did it two different days. Did we do two? Yeah, we did two. Yeah, we did two different days and um, just had picked a bar to go to and met up with, um, you know, the, the listeners and our friends that, yes, that yeah. could come and meet us. You know, Dragon Con's kind of hectic. So we totally understood the people that couldn't come. Um, but it was also nice for those of us that could make it work because it was once again, a nice little break. Very relaxing. You get to see, you know, we don't get to see our con friends very often in real life. So nice to see them in, in line with the episode today, comic Palooza, just going in general has been a new tradition like getting to go see our texas we have texas friends now like getting to go see our texas friends um and you know we have little weird things that we do on our way to this con and stuff but um there's there's lots of things that we do but like at cons uh, that's what i can think of yeah two two comments okay first read the meetups if you're listening and you're going to be a drag, if, I mean, obviously you're listening. If you're here, if, if that you're was a listening, stupid thing to say. Okay. If you're listening, listen up. Uh, don't be. If you're doing something else, check, 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 check. This is breaking news. Um, if you're gonna be at Dragon Con this year, check our socials. Um, leading up like a few days before the con and add the con because we are planning on doing meetups again and this year we've got some pretty sweet swag so if you want a holographic sticker of our logo or a button or maybe even a secret ultra exclusive swag uh, come to our meetup also we'd love to meet you Uh, come hang out have a soft or hard beverage um, and just talk about nerd stuff with us yeah. and get some swaggle. I'll be posting, you know, like Jesse said before, and at the con on the stories and probably on our feed as well. And then um, I normally tag anybody I know for sure that's going to be at Dragon Con in the post so that they get notified. But if I don't know you're going, I can't do that. So Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, like I said, just watch it. Everyone's, all listeners are invited. So, and your friends. Like, if you got friends that don't listen, first of all... Why aren't they listening? Listen, friends. Be a good friend and uh, invite them to listen to yeah, our podcast. Seriously, though, feel free to bring friends and loved ones. Um, I was being serious about <laughs> sharing the love of our podcast with them. Um, everyone is welcome. Please come. Uh, and the second comment was that your answers were way better than mine. <laughs> I was not. So now I'm a little self-conscious about my answer. But let's hear from Jake. So mine, I would say, well... At first, I was thinking it wasn't a tradition, but I think it is a tradition if I say it is. Um, Obviously, I love, like, so much, so many things about the cons, but what I really love is just us getting ready in the morning, which all cosplayers do every morning. Sitting in our wig caps and our, like, shorty shorts and bras. That's a good one, too. But, yeah, it's just, like, it doesn't matter. Like, some days we match, some days we don't, but we all just Some days we're cranky. Yeah, and we all just get ready together, and I will like plug the 
uh, Jurassic Park TikTok page made because I thought that was really fun. And like, I just love the. Before. I'm getting to Jesse. I've got her to make two, three TikToks. We're now. getting there. And I just like, I really love the before and after. But it's just really fun. And then we take pictures together. And it doesn't matter like if we're gonna be separating to go do our own things or we're sticking sticking together. We just have that time in the morning getting ready. And I just that's You're just gonna really make fun. Jesse. That cry. is a good freak. You guys, I want to. I'm not answering the question. <laughs> You guys you have that, to. Those are all better answers. Like, uh, just fair warning, better answers than mine. Well, mine are going to be lame. Left you now, girl. To that. Uh, no, that's a super good answer. Like, I like, like, it's always funny. Like, we've talked about, like, uh, before, like, J- Jake and I, one of the, I think maybe it was your first year at Dragon Con. I know it was before Paige started going. And... Uh, we were driving, I think I was a hobbit and you were maybe Frank inverter and we were like driving and like people And we were, went through a drive through. Yeah, we went through and like people were like, What is going on in that car? But I also so, like, just love that like like one of the mornings at Comic Palooza, it's always just constantly, Hey, can you help me with this wig? Can right, you pull uh-huh. can you can, can you put my bra back part? on? Can yeah. you pull this up? And yeah. like, it's just can us. Can you safety pin this? Can yeah. you button this? It's just us. Run- uh, can you steam my dress? Yeah. It's just us running around helping each other. Will you check and see if my boobs are popping yeah. out? Ooh. It's just a fun, like, it's just a fun morning with you guys yeah. getting ready. Yeah, it really is. That's, a, I guess, a good answer. Thank you, Jesse. So, Pressure's on. Mine, well, one of mine was just Perrier. <laughs> I told you this bad. I was like, I like uh, sitting and having a, uh, like, con is hard on your body. Uh, Can Um, I guess your second one, please? You can. You can. Can I guess it now? Yeah. Uh, Your naked chair corner? No, that's a a good new tradition, (laughs) though. The drying corner. The drying. So, no, that wasn't one, but that is a good one. This con specifically, I have a new thing. Whenever you get out, first of all, I have a lot of issues. She's going to... I have a lot of hair. I don't like to blow dry it. And it's not its not good to scrub yourself with a towel. I like to kind of drip dry. I like to have some me time after the shower. So what I've taken to doing now is finding that, you know, most hotels have a random chair. And uh, drapes a towel and sit in the chair to have a few drying minutes. Just naked, you know, just in the corner just, of the room, really creepily. Sometimes in the dark. <laughs> No, my other one was, um, this is something I actually didn't do for Comic Blues, I guess, but I like the schedule for most cons usually doesn't get released until like a week before, maybe two weeks. And I like before the con going through the schedule, like especially Dragon Con since the schedule is so massive and like taking pictures of stuff that looks cool or looks weird and sending it to you guys and being like, maybe we'll, and you know, 90% of the stuff we never end up going to because, you know, Dragon Con's so massive and so busy and you just can't, you literally cannot do. It's just time filler yeah, stuff normally. Yeah, yeah. So, but like, I was like, okay, here's a random thing. If like, we want a cool, you know, like we want to go sit down in a panel for a while or like, this might be interesting if we have some free time or like, what the heck do you think this is? This right. weirdly named panel. So it's a way like... You're so excited leading up to the con and you're like, you know, like last minute cosplay stuff, like your mind's so frantic. So I just think that's a fun way to like, um, get excited about the con together. Um, even though we don't normally do 
a lot of scheduled events per se. Uh, it's a fun, still fun for me. There. Um, yeah. So speaking of con, um, we mentioned speaking of con. Speaking the of the entire con. topic of our podcast. Speaking of con, let's we're just gonna take a left turn here and go into con talk. It was a U turn. <laughs> um, we mentioned we're on our way back home from Comic Palooza, and uh, we got to do some really cool stuff this year. Yeah. Um, we covered the con last year for Comic Palooza um, as press. It's our very first press it, pass. It was our first Comic Palooza. It was our first press pass. It was our first, like, it was just so exciting. I haven't been to Texas in years and years and years. Yeah. Um, but we have uh, dear friends down there, and that's kind of what spurred it all. You can listen to last year's episode to hear about that. What's the name of last year's episode? Do we know? Ooh. Ooh, something I will plug while I'm thinking of it. Listener and page, you can cut this out. Uh, something about Texas Chain Steakhouse. National Steakhouse Chain Margarita. Yeah. National Steakhouse Chain Margarita is the name of that episode. Um, if you want to go back and listen to last year's Comic Palooza episode, and if you'd like to find any episode of the podcast, any specific episode, there's a new feature available on our website, ladies and gentlemen. All of our episodes are now on the website, categorized by category. Um, so that's how categorized yeah, works. Um, tax. So if there's if you want to listen to an interview, there's an entire interview section. If you want to listen to a cosplay challenge, there's a cosplay challenge section. If you want to hear convention coverage, there's a section of uh, convention and other trips we've taken. So our Disney trip, our Colorado trip, any nerdy trip we've taken, but it's mostly conventions. Um, they're all under convention coverage and adventure. So uh, if you want to find any specific uh, older episode to go back and listen to, uh, they're all there now, uh, hand lovingly hand categorized for your listening ease and enjoyment. Exciting. Um, yeah, so as I mentioned, we covered uh, Comic Palooza for press last year, and so we knew we wanted to try to go back this year. Uh, we applied for press passes. We uh, they were like, "Yep, absolutely, come on down." And then we got the opportunity to be a part of their podcast program, which we didn't even know existed. Well, we knew that there were podcasts there, and that there were podcasters that did stuff <laughs> because when we got the press passes last year, um. The she, person who emailed us back said, oh, next year you should do a, do panel. a panel. So um, we applied for that this year. It's called the Official Podcast Partners Program mm-hmm. uh, for Comic Palooza, and we got accepted. So uh, we were uh, able to do a live panel slash recording. We did record it. We haven't listened to it yet. So we will put that out in some yeah, form. We will either um, it'll either be in like TikTok forms, like segments, if it's really terrible. Yeah. Um, so we'll kind of get into it here in a minute, but part of it might not be able to be heard because there was a lot of um, audience participation, and we just don't know how well that sound was picked, picked up by up. our equipment. Yeah. So, um, so we will yeah. We have like fourteen mics going. Yeah. So we'll we see. Don't know we'll see what how that. Yeah. Up what so we'll see how that turns out um it'll either be at least a few clips yeah there will either be some tiktok clips uh in video form because we also videoed it um or there will be um 
you know, there will be something, some kind of content. There will be something. <laughs> there um, will be blood. Um, so we knew we were coming back to Comic Palooza this year. We booked our hotel back in February. We knew Jake was coming with us, but we didn't know if we were going to get that or not. And luckily we did, and hopefully we do next year as well. We'd love to do it again. Uh, maybe do some more podcasting stuff. Yeah. So do you want to, should we talk about the panel first and then get into cosplays? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, so our panel was Saturday at 3 p.m. We were originally, I was working as an election judge when we found out the schedule for our podcast and we were uh, for our live panel and we were actually scheduled during the costume contest. And we were like, oh no. Like, oh no. Like the one scheduled event that we absolutely wanted to go to to cover for the podcast. So, um, uh, shout out to Carrie um, with the Houston Independent Podcasters. Uh, we'll put a link to maybe if I know. I can't do that. So Paige has to do it and I don't want to make her do extra work, but, uh, he, the schedule was chock full, full, chock full, uh, for podcasts on the podcast stage, and so I was afraid we weren't going to get it changed, but it was no big deal, and also, shout out to Comicast, uh, for switching with us, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you guys, yep, so much, uh, um, so yeah, we, when we found out we were doing a panel, they kind of said, uh, make it family friendly but like do what you want yeah, here's some suggested topics but feel free to not pick one of these uh we are the only cosplay podcast there mm-hmm. um most of them were more general nerdiness nerdiness or like star wars podcast you know so we um didn't really fit in any of the pre-approved categories but we had no trouble getting our category approved yeah which was cosplay fails a cautionary tale yeah we redid one of our very early episodes with new fails and uh fails from the audience and uh page when we found out we were doing the live panel page panicked a little bit a uh, lot, a lot. That's yeah, true. I'd Paige, say it was a good amount. Paige has really bad stage fright. Yeah, I do too, but I was fine the whole time. I mean, for I was some fine. Reason. Yeah, I was fine when we got up there. But the I think because we take such great pride in our podcast, like we know we're not professionals. Like we um, are pretty laid back with everything. Like, but we also love this podcast. Yeah, we want to put out a good content for you guys a good podcast for you guys and we knew that was going to be a big like but we're a big thing doing a panel right we're still learning a lot about like the technical side of things uh you know and as we grow there's more you know things that we're learning (laughs) yeah there's more things that we're learning to do so um and we have always had the benefit of editing so we knew we had 45 minutes and you know we Whatever we said was what we said. You can't fix it in post mm-hmm. if it's live. So I thought we would be fine. I was never really that worried about it. But Paige was pretty nervous from about when we found out to about five minutes into the actual panel. I would say once we got about five minutes in, you were fine. Mm-hmm. But you were pretty nervous going up. I'd agree with all of that. Which, again, normally I would say I'm the more anxious about, like, stuff that we can't, but 
I just wasn't that nervous. I think it helped a lot. I will say that we do have so many friends in Houston and we had such, they brought out such a large supporting for us. Like, thank you guys so, so much. It was just comforting to know that we had allies in the audience that were going to tell us we did great no matter what, or like cheer us up that we, you know, and like get the participation going, things like that. Like, we kind of had our hype squad with us, so yeah, yeah. Uh, so we, especially Amy's loving embrace, yeah, the gaze, dear, dear yes, Amy. You can cut that um, out. There were some people, like we did have, like I yeah, said, there a was, lot of there support, was, but yeah, there was uh, people that we didn't know in the audience, and actually, um, we had so much more audience participation because we opened it up for um, audience cosplay fails, um, and I mean so much more than it I thought. So, I, it was great. Thank you to everyone. If you're listening, thank you so much for participating, coming to the panel. It really did mean, like when I saw that there were people there that we didn't know, I, it meant so much to mm-hmm. me. Like I was so happy that people stopped to come and listen to us talk and they came and talked to us later. We ran into a couple people later and uh-huh. they were like, we loved your panel. Like, yeah. So thank you so, so much. Yeah. Like, it was and great. for participating. Like, it was so fun. It went like, very smoothly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, we got to give out swag. Yeah. We got to talk to people we'd not met before. Like, it was great. Those of you that talked in the panel were the very first people to get our swag. So if the panel becomes, or if the podcast becomes huge, and you know we're world famous podcasters one day you can say you could probably sell that on ebay for a lot of money one day if you're you'd be like this is the very first mint condition mint condition cosplaying cocktails holographic sticker yep. uh, yeah so that was our panel like we said we had a a, a lot of uh amazing support from people we did know we had new people there and yeah. we just had a great time and it Super just it went fun. so much better than I ever could have Super imagined fun. so it was uh, the my main worry was that nobody again it was an episode we had done the only thing I was ever a little bit nervous about was that it was a new version of a popular episode and it was an episode from a long time ago but you know we we have cosplay fails every single cosplay we put together of some sort and we generally talk about them. So I was just afraid we weren't going to have... An, it was only going to be our friends who already, you know, like... At least some of them listen to the podcast. So it was just going to be us telling stories we have already told to people who have already heard them. That was my only worry at all. And that was not the case whatsoever. Like... We had uh, new stories. We had, it, we had it, new listeners. Yeah, it was... It went... Well, yeah, it made me more excited to do a panel again next uh-huh. year. Like, like the first one is the worst one. Right. And now that we've gotten the nerves, like, we know we can do it. And I'll tell you, sitting in front of that microphone, mad with power. Mad with I power. I was like, I am, I was born for this. This is how Jesse, this is how Jesse and I work. She gets a microphone, watch out. Yeah. I get a press pass. Yeah. Watch out. Yeah, so that's, I mean, we kind of are ideally suited Maybe that's why we've been best friends all these years because we were meant to do a podcast together. Maybe because you get mad with. I think you the pre- press pass you have more entitlement with that, whereas like I just kind of I'm like, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. Anyway, like, that's just a natural part of my personality. Without the press pass, like who's gonna stop me? Who's gonna stop me from taking 17 Perriers from the or San Pellegrinos from the executive lounge? Certainly not the government. Certainly not. Um, 
so yeah. Uh, do you want to get into our cosplays? Yeah, let's start with, so we went three days. We had three cosplays. Comic Palooza is a three-day convention, so. Yep. Um, we went first. Friday night is just, they, they only have evening programming. They have some wrestling stuff going on. Um, and then uh, the Friday night bash. So they had um, happy hour at the Hilton, and then there was a Friday night bash, like Jesse said. Um, that the happy was, hour was where Jay got his themed drink, the Yoda drink. Yep. They had some kind of Corgi Gorgle drinks, some nerdy themed drinks. They also had a contest for cosplayers to win a free room um, by tagging the hotel. Um, so... Uh, that was an event put on, not by Comic Palooza, but by the hotel. But it was open to non-hotel guests. And the hotel staff dressed up, too. That yeah. was just mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, it was similar to Dragon Con, which that's really the only time we've seen that besides mm-hmm. Dragon Con. Yeah, so uh, Friday night, we uh, coordinated with uh, our dear friend Sheila um, in Houston and uh, decided we were going to wear our Rococo Marvel. Uh, we knew we wanted to wear it to Comic Palooza this year, but it was also kind of a trial run for Dragon Con um, because we knew we wanted to bring them there as well. I did um, Rococo uh, Winter Soldier. As soon as we got back from Dragon Con, I think I started it within the month. Um, So it's been done for a while, but we decided pretty quickly like, oh, we want to to do this too um, because Sheila had brought her uh, Rococo. It was kind of like a weird like leapfrog. Right. (laughs) So we did... Uh, Rococo X-Men. And if you don't know what we mean by Rococo, think Georgian, think Marie Marie Antoinette. Antoinette. Uh, We did the X-Men, and then Sheila was inspired to do Marvel Marvel, uh, uh, of the same theme, and then we were like, she was like, oh, you guys should, you know. Let's get the gang together. Let's do, and uh, we decided that instead of redoing our X-Men ones, we wanted to make new ones, so... So, I started mine, uh, like I said, pretty quickly after Dragon Con, after all of these conversations happened. Um, I had a pattern uh, that I had bought, you know, on one of my random pattern buying sprees that I was like, this is going to work perfectly. And I just kind of got to work. So, it was basically all black. I felt like a giant trash bag in it. I did really like it when it was done. But when I first put it, put it on, I was like, I look like yeah, a giant. Saying, I look like a giant trash bag. Um it was very shiny, um, but it was this beautiful pattern, black. Um, I had one silver arm, and then I um, hand-beaded hand um, on some felt um, a red star and then put that on um, the arm and, you know, added lace and trim, uh, made a choker. I dyed my wig from my original Rococo. It was white, and so that kind of had some fails, uh, which we mentioned in the panel. It, I couldn't get it to dye. I couldn't figure out how to dye it. Um, finally, just used synthetic dye on it, and it worked really well. Um, so I dyed it brown and re- had to restyle yeah, it. Uh, so dyed the wig, styled it, um, made a choker, made the dress. I reused my panniers, which are going to need a lot of work before Dragon Con, but I'm not super worried about that. My train was way too long, so I'm going to have to take it up. Uh, But overall, I was really happy with it. I have no issues, and I'm excited to wear it Dragon Con. The cloak thing, the train thing. had like a duster. Yeah, it it just is not convention friendly. You can't walk around the con floor. If you were just 
doing like a costume contest or something, it would be but like mm, it's just not gonna work walking yeah. around Dragon Con. Right. It would be you would be naked by the end of the day. Naked. Um, what about you, Jesse? I decided pretty early on, I was like, maybe I'll try to do Scarlet Witch. I was kind of more loose, um, because I didn't have like a specific there's there I didn't have like a specific character that I necessarily wanted to do. I knew I didn't want to make the dress if I didn't have to. Um, there's a lot of really beautiful Rococo style dresses for what I consider to be a very reasonable price on uh, Amazon. Other, they're the exact same dresses are available on other retailers. So I knew I was probably going to buy a dress and modify it because I just straight up don't want to make a ball gown. So I knew I wanted to uh, try to buy a dress. When I was looking, I found one for what I considered to be suspiciously cheap. Um, that was a dark burgundy red in the middle and uh, not, it was white with red, burgundy red. Uh, I don't know why I keep saying burgundy red. You probably know what color burgundy is. Um, it's kind of a swirl pattern, like a scroll pattern on it. And I was like, okay, this is cheap enough. I'm going to order it, see if it's garbage and go from there. It came, it was not garbage. I really liked it, but I didn't want all that white because she doesn't have any white on her costume at all. So Paige and I talked a lot. I ordered it pretty early, but I didn't really start working on it until a few months ago, maybe a month or two ago. Um, uh, so I went to dyeing it was one of the first things that I did for Comic Palooza this year and I wasn't sure if I wanted to go some other color of red because I was worried about it being red on red and being too many different colors of red and me not liking it or if I wanted to do pink since her I was trying to go for her OG comic look like original Scarlet Witch um, and she has like a all pink like her costume is just as much pink in the comics or at least the original comics as it is red so I was like okay do I want to do pink so that won't clash or do I want to do red um so um I bought the dye and didn't really do anything with it for a week or two and then Paige had all of her dyeing fails and I was like I better dye this dress because if it doesn't die I'm gonna need so it came with like a neck ruffle thing that I knew I wasn't gonna be going I wasn't gonna be wearing it so I tried to dye it first with the dye that I had bought and it did not come out. I think I just bought regular non-synthetic dye to begin with. And it was just a very pale baby pink. So I was like, okay, I'm going to buy red synthetic dye. And if it comes out as red, great. If it comes out as pink, great. If it comes out as still white, that's going to be a problem. So, I dyed it with a synthetic dye, and it did come out pink, but I ended up really liking it. Um, I had originally planned on putting a pink bustle on it, but since the body of the dress came out pink, I decided to put on a burgundy cape. Uh, I was really happy with it. I put on some bows. Uh, did do anything else to it? Oh, I took off. On the front, it, it laced in the front and the back. So I took off the 
like little loops for a lace in the front because I was like I'm not gonna lace this up the front I don't want that um so I took those out and then in the back I um laced it with a burgundy ribbon that it didn't really need because you can't see it because of the cape I put on but I just didn't I wanted to have it it was like one or two dollar ribbon uh and I made new panniers I wanted bigger more dramatic panniers than I had for my old Rococo look so I made new panniers the largeness of the panniers made the dress come up higher hit me higher on my leg so I had a slight panic um but I bought um I found some again I wasn't striving for real historical accuracy we never are but at least I never am uh striving for 100% historical accuracy especially for a mashup like this one but uh, I did want it to look you know not completely whack so I found I found like three images of period dresses that hit in the same spot and I was like good enough for me I'm not gonna add anything to it uh so I bought some white knee stockings so I didn't have to wear tights and I think that was oh I made I reused the wig my wig was my um wig from my gambit rococo I use the same wig since they have similar hair color uh but I completely redecorated it I forgot I had more I felt like I had more trouble with it this time than I did last time but I think last time we bobby pinned it to my wig cap I'm gonna get our friend Sheila recommended wig grip so I'm going to get some wig grip before Dragon Con. I also had a problem with the cape being heavy and kind of pulling pulling down in the back, which pulled the dress up in the front. So I'm going to try to um, see if I can alleviate that in some way, make it a little bit less so I don't have to keep adjusting it so frequently. Um, maybe take it down in the front a little bit or figure out if there's a way. I don't, I don't know how else I'm gonna do that but weights in the front uh, of the dress maybe yeah that might work yeah I know they make specific dress mm -hmm. weights but I bet I have shit in my house that I could weight the front down with so might try that as well it's a good idea uh yeah um yeah so we like I said we went to um the cocktail hour and the bash and we had so much fun yeah the friday night bash was kind of similar to a dragon con party it was just a big empty ballroom with a dj they had a ball pit jesse uh, for children's jesse hit children with balls. i did i was trying it started with me trying to throw uh like the errant balls back into the ball pit so they weren't all over the floor um and then when I threw the first one in, it just straight bonked a child on the head. So then that became the new game was me throwing balls in. They they liked it. Kids like getting their softballs. I wasn't assaulting children. Uh, and also most of the time I missed. I did hit one adult. Sorry, sir, if you're listening. Um, um, so then on Saturday, we thought we had enough cosplays. And then we didn't have yeah. enough cosplays. So, um... A month or two ago, we were like, well, we better come up with something else. And so, 
we could not think of a combinate a group cosplay to do together and we both had ones that we kind of wanted to do separately anyway so I was like well let's do that there so I ended up um nervously doing Yennefer um from The Witcher uh her season one cage dress it was as soon as I saw it on the screen I was like I love that I'm obsessed with that I want to make that um but I've always been really nervous because that cage seems it seemed really daunting to make. I was like, I don't even know how to start. And then we ran into somebody at Dragon Con last year in that cosplay. And I stopped and talked to her and asked her how she did it. And that gave me a little bit more courage. Um, but of course I didn't do it the way she did it. So, um, but so I, that's what I started with first was the cage. Um, I just took, it's kind of a sparkly, um, material, black material. And I took black sparkly, like velvet ribbon had to buy so much of it and um stuck two pipe cleaners and sandwiched them together with that ribbon and then sewed along each edge and made a whole bunch of those little boning pieces and then pinned them all together and kind of had mapped it up I mapped it out with other ribbon that I had just to kind of see like how much I was going to need um and if it was going to work the way I thought it was going to so I did all that um pinned it together then I had to hand sew you know each uh, section together and once I got that done I was like okay now I actually have to make the dress so I ordered material it took me a while to find the material actually I had a, a lot of issues figuring out what I wanted to use for it um, bought that material made the dress um, and had to put the ribbon on the dress and then attached it on was like okay now I can try it on and when I went to try it on, it was the world's scratchiest. Um, <laughs> like, Houston is the world's sweatiest. This dress was the world's scratchiest. And so I was like, okay, not going to be fun to wear at con. So I went in with a softer, a um, smoother ribbon on the inside and lined it all. Uh, and bought a wig and I had to cut the wig. Um, bought a mask to wear. Um, all of that was pretty basic. Uh, turns out it was still really scratchy with my improvements. Um, so if I wear it again, uh, there's some, st some alterations I want to make to the dress, um, and definitely to the cage itself. Um, I don't know how to further remedy the scratchiness of it. If you know, listener, if you know, right what in. I should PO box cosplay cocktails. Oh, two, one, three, four. Don't, that's Boston, Massachusetts, so okay. don't. Remember Zoom? That's how I know Boston's. Send it to Zoom. Boston, Mass. Oh, two, one, three, four. Right. Anyway. Um, yeah, so still, still going to have to figure out if I'm going to wear that again, how to fix that situation, uh, along with a couple other things. Um, but overall... I was happy with how it looked. Um, I, we got some really good pictures. Um, yeah, and I was really happy with it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm sure there is a remedy. If you know, listener, send it in to us. Uh, yeah. Uh, what about you, Jesse? Uh, on Saturday, I was Rose Quartz uh, from Steven Universe. It was one of my favorite cosplays. I'm for sure going to wear it again. I want to wear it again to Dragon Con. I don't know if that's going to be feasible or if it's going to happen, but, uh, 
we'll see. I really, I'm, I will definitely wear it again. I'm 100% sure it's going to... Uh, I might redo a couple things on the skirt, but... Um, so, uh, what start... I had been wanting to do rose quartz for a while. Um, what set me off on doing it for this year for Comic Palooza was, as I had said, when I talked about my Scarlet Witch Rococo, I uh, didn't uh, think... I thought the dress was going to be red. <laughs> thought I bought red dye, red synthetic dye. I thought it was going to dye the white to red and not to pink. So I bought um, several yards, I think three yards of pink fabric to make a bustle with. And then it was too much pink. So I was like, I don't want to just waste this huge amount of pink fabric. And then I got to thinking, what could I use it for? And I was like, maybe a rose cord skirt. So I bought um, some white fabric and some lighter pink fabric, some other pink fabric. And I uh, made a skirt out of it, a huge, I bought a big, huge hoop skirt. It's a four foot diameter hoop skirt. If my mental math while laying in bed the night before the con was correct. Um, I made the skirt was actually pretty simple. It was just a lot of sewing because it was so big. Um, which yes, I actually did do sewing, made the whole skirt myself. Thank you very much. Um, so, uh, it's one big white piece. It's just a big circle skirt. That's all I did. Uh, white on top, lighter pink in the middle, darker pink at the bottom. The darker pink is half the, approximately half the width of the, or height, I guess, of the other two panels. Um, hoop skirt underneath. Couldn't see. I wore Birkenstocks. You could not see my feet other than when I lifted up my skirt. So I was fine with that. Uh, and I was walking for comfort. I'd bought little, brought little pink ballet flats that I already owned to wear. And I was like, we were coming home from the party and I was exhausted. And I was like, guess who's wearing Birkenstocks tomorrow? This gal. Um... Uh, I ordered a top to use as a base. It did not work. See our live panel from Comic Palooza for more on that. It just was not working and I ripped it trying to get it off. So I somewhat last minute, about a week or two ago, made uh, a new top. Just used a, uh, I ordered a pretty reasonably priced bra that I've worn as a regular bra use it as a base, put roses on the straps, and, um, uh, a, I bought, like, a Target pashmina, um, and used it as the dangly bit, flowy bit, um, kind of like a bandeau top, uh, and then had my belly showing, prosated a gym, to my belly, and I think that's it. Oh, my wig. I attached two wigs together for the first time. Um, I wanted to have a lot of volume. She has very, very big hair. So uh, I stuffed one of the wigs with tissue paper and plastic bags, my go-to wig stuffing materials, and 
sewed them together and then glued roses to hide the seam between the two wigs and make a little headpiece. And uh, so it's some of the most work I've done for uh, like myself without using like existing stuff. I mean, obviously I bought existing wigs. I thought they were going to be two different colors and I might use one of them and then another one for something else. But they, uh, when the two different, different quote unquote wigs came, they actually ended up being the exact same wig from just two different sellers. So I put them together, made one wig, I think. Oh, my sword. Totally forgot. That's my favorite thing. I maybe my favorite thing I've ever made for a costume. Uh, I cut out, my dad cut out, I should say, the shape out of plexiglass. Didn't even use a template. He's such a badass. Um, cut it out of plexiglass. There was some sticky plexiglass, if you don't know, comes with like a protective coating stuck on. The plexiglass had been sitting in my dad's barn for a while. So it was kind of stuck on there in places. So I just took some alcohol and rubbed it down to get any scratches or anything like that out. Um, then Dremeled, 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 Dremeled. I bought a new, treated myself to a new Dremel, uh, cordless Dremel, uh, just for this project. Um, so I just Dremeled the crap out of the edge of the sword to make it even. Um, then I put, took a piece of PVC pipe, cut it to make the handle, used Duco cement and to glue it down. Um, then uh, I used, I wanted it to be, I had gotten the idea of using plexiglass from a YouTube tutorial um, where she used plexiglass and then translucent spray paint. But I could not find translucent spray paint anywhere. The only one I could find was on like Amazon or eBay. And it was like $23 for one can of translucent pink spray paint. So I was like, I'm not, no. So I used paint that I've actually used before for another costume. I bought it in pink and in um, white. And it's like an acrylic with just glitter foil pieces in it worked so great. Um, I marked out what the different sections with painter's tape, painted both sides, and then uh, painted the handle with, that was just regular hot pink spray paint. Um, I used a Tupperware bowl cut in half to make the hilt part, uh, the dome-shaped part, and then decorated it with rose quartz pieces and roses and sprayed the whole thing uh, 15 million times with clear coat uh, protectant, uh, which it needed uh, badly. Uh, then it melted in the car a little bit and I had a slight panic because, gosh dang it, I love this stinking sword. Uh, so if I take her to Dragon Con, she'll probably have to be um, moving around a lot, but, are modified at least a little bit, but yeah, overall, one of my favorite cosplays I've done. I really loved how I looked in it. I felt very confident in it, and I thought I would be more annoyed carrying, I think the only thing that was 
that had about carrying around the sword. My wrist did get a little sore from trying, and I did knock some of the, the roses off of my straps by putting it up on my shoulder. Uh, also, I think I was a little bit of a hazard with it. My brother said I was waving it around, so. You but, were using it to point direction. Yeah, that's called old country dad. Over there, let me use my stick to point to you the way, so. Uh. Um, Sunday at Coming Clues is a little bit like Monday at Dragon Con. We know we've got a, a long travel day ahead of us. Um, it's just a partial con day for us. We normally do our shopping. And so we knew we wanted something quick and easy and um, something semi-comfortable. Um, so actually, I think it was Jake no, that had the idea. idea. He wanted to do a gender bent uh, Jurassic Park group, like original OG Jurassic Park. Um, and we were down for that. We've talked about it for a while, different times, uh, it being a possibility. So I did, uh, Alan Grant, um, and I, it was really easy. I ordered a skirt, a, a khaki skirt. Um, I stole a, my husband's denim button down. Did he ever, he does, yeah, I never he heard, never suspicious. Uh, he doesn't know that I stole it. Um, he'll get it back. I'll wash it and hang it up. He'll never know until he listens to this episode. Um, we had a red bandana. Um, I bought a cowboy hat that's going to be reused for another cosplay that we have in the works. Um, and then I actually stole the shoes from my mom. Um, yeah. And basic hair and makeup, nothing crazy. Uh, and I liked it. It was cute and easy and yep. Uh, I did Genderbent Ian Malcolm. Love Jeff Goldblum. Love Ian Malcolm as a character. Uh, I just ordered a black shirt dress since he wears all black. Unbuttoned it the most buttons I was comfortable unbuttoning for a family-friendly convention. Ordered a ring and a necklace to match his as close as I could. Wore a belt I already owned. Black flats I already owned. And just floofed up my hair a little bit to try to be as gold bloomy as possible. Pretty basic makeup. And then I borrowed um, some sweet sunglasses from Paige um, when she did Ian Malcolm for Halloween one year. Uh, I think that was it. Again, really, really simple. Super comfortable. Uh, I think I was the least recognizable of all of us. I didn't want to wear a leather jacket in Houston. I was sweating profusely in that shirt dress so uh definitely didn't want to add a I was still happy with it for what it was you know if it um I still thought it was recognizable with you guys um it just took an extra second or two yeah so that was our cosplays um like normal we went to the cosplay contest on Saturday night um and yeah my favorite so one thing I like about comic Ming Chin I, that's something I forgot to mention on our panel. Ming Chen gave us a woo. Shout out to Ming Chen from Comic Book Men for giving us a woo. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was tickled with it. She was tickled. Uh, I kept being like, remember when, when Ming Chen gave us a woo? He was also the host of the costume contest. He hosted last year. I think he's a really good MC. He doesn't, he knows the characters. He is appreciative of the work and he, um, doesn't drag things out or you know he keeps things going um I also really like that 
Houston that Comic Palooza has um, beginner, intermediate, expert level for their. Or they they give out a lot of prizes. I feel like for the number of entrants. So there were 82 total entrants in the regular costume contest, and they give out a two awards for beginners, two awards for intermediates, two awards for experts and then a best in show and then each judge gets a judge's choice uh, and then well. each judge a judge's choice as well um which i'm assuming can be from any of the categories um so they give out quite a few awards um and then they also have it separated into a regular um costume contest and a masquerade style contest with the skits and there are only four entrants in the skit portion um and they give out two awards for that. So, 50-50 uh, shot this year if you uh, entered into that portion. I don't mind a masquerade. Some of them are a little bit awkward. But I think they're awkward in an entertaining way. Paige straight up hates them. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah. My favorite part was just getting to see all the different costumes as per the usual a lot of beautiful costumes again a lot of the characters we did not know but um what was your favorite what was the standout to you probably the one that won really best in show that was probably my favorite or i really liked i can't remember the character i think maybe it was from something from an anime it was like a white dress with like a little blue like bolero jacket and that pink corsage uh, I don't know the character at all. If you know that character, let us know, listener. But I really like that one. I have no idea what the character was. It was like a hoop skirt, white. I mean, it had a lot of detail to it, too. But I think it was predominantly white. And then, like, a blue, like, little capelet-like. Uh-huh. Or, like, a little bolero. And a pink and yellow corsage. I liked that. But I have no clue what it was. Um, yeah. Uh, my favorite was there was uh, Zena that won one of oh, the yeah. judges' uh, choices, and it was I love Zena, um, and uh, it was the best Zena cosplay I've ever seen in person. Uh, the lady looked a little bit like, or quite a, a bit, lot, like quite a bit like Lulu Lawless. It was um, a beautiful cosplay. Her cosplay though. was amazing. Everything looked pristine and like just. There was so much detail in it and the weapons and ugh, it was just beautiful. Uh, that was probably my favorite. Uh, Jessie, the one she's referring to, it was a um, one of the red Amidala yeah, like, uh, bell dress. Um, like episode one, Queen Amidala mm-hmm. me, like, yeah. with the white face paint and the big mm-hmm. hair dome thing. And that was a Yeti cosplay, right? Yes. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, and um, yeah, but they we. We said every person on it's that stage. It's the one I probably would have picked for best in show. Yeah. It had a lot. It had lights. It had the sewing. It had the makeup. It had the wig styling. You know, there was. It had all the right elements. I so. think that's why that costume is so impressive because it's got so many different elements, like right. LED lights, sculpting. I'm assuming is right. how you make those yellow dome mm-hmm. things on the skirt. Mm-hmm. Sewing, but also I'm guessing it's like a hula hoop or something down there. Uh, to make the big, I, I don't. We, we should try get her on the podcast. Yeah, Yeti cosplay. We're gonna message you on Instagram, my friend. And by us, I mean Paige. Um, 
Yeah, I'd love to hear her talk about how she, because it was, the headpiece was insane, the makeup was 100% spot on, Her, it was, it was darn good. Probably the best that Amidala that I've seen, like, uh, in person, or if we're tied for best, but it, it yeah, uh, so yeah, I thought she deserved to win, but there were a ton of great costumes. Yeah, and we said every person that got an award deserved an award. Yeah, like they were all amazing. We ever think, I think you know you deserve an award for getting up there and showing off your work. Honestly, for having the bravery, we we can't do it. We don't, you know, we wear it, but like I wouldn't get up and be judged by and have a professional cosplayer look at I, I would not let a professional cosplayer look at the inside of my rose quartz skirt very happy of it very proud of it uh-uh stay away Yayahan. you're not looking up in there you can't that's for my eyes only pal like so um yeah that's us at the costume contest page flashed our press passes so we got to go in uh, a little bit early. We didn't get to talk to the judges, though, but who did we get to talk to at the cosplay contest? Oh, you're talking about the cosplay repairs? Yep. Our new best friends, <laughs> the cosplay repairs. We saw them on, was it Friday or Saturday that we saw Saturday. them? Saturday morning. First thing Saturday morning. We knew that we wanted to talk about cosplay medics in our panel since it was about fails and by some kind of kismet, the first people we saw Saturday morning was a lady with a big tall sign in the air that said cosplay, cosplay repair. repair mom and had her phone number on the back to text and then she was with cosplay repair dad. So we kept running into them. We told them we were going to mention them in the panel page. Got a picture of on the phone number. Uh... We saw them, they sat really close to us at the costume contest, and they, especially Cosplay Repair Mom. She was the everyone's hype girl. Oh my gosh, helping people down off the stage, yeah. helping people with their costumes that were just come off the stage or were getting ready to go on the stage. Um, Handing uh, out cheering juice. for people. Juice. Yeah, making sure everyone was hydrated. And so during the intermission between the end of the costume contest and the judging, Paige went over to talk to her, gave her a business card and a sticker and said, hey, we'd love to. So maybe hopefully we'll have her on them because we've never talked to a cosplay repairman. And I think it'd be interesting to have kind of the other side of cosplay. We did get to talk to her a little bit um, on Sunday. Uh, super, super, super nice people. We were sitting there, Paige and I talking, and she came and placed upon us uh, a Capri Sun and um, uh, Cheez-Its because she was like, you guys are going to need a snack. for the <laughs> uh, Just the coolest, nicest. Yep. And then uh, we took an amazing, awkward family photo oh with them gosh. on Sunday. Maybe the best cosplay photo we've ever taken. <laughs> uh, so really, really cool. Um, we met a lot of cool people at Comic Palooza this year. We always meet cool people at cons, but um, Comic Palooza, you're bringing out the best. Speaking of cosplay repair, do you want to talk about the cosplay repair booth they have at Comic Palooza? Oh, also, yeah, it's put on by a makerspace. You, Paige got their, uh, I can't code. remember the name of the makerspace, but Paige got their QR code, so we'll put their link if you're in the Houston area. They're a not-for-profit free makerspace, and they had set up a very freaking awesome cosplay repair stations. They had 
probably eight stations, a sewing machine, hot glue guns, hot glue guns, super glue, makeup, hair, all kinds of materials. They were doing it for a free will donation. We talked to them. I think the lady who runs it is named Christy. Um, we'll, we'll fact check that. They're super nice people that were running it. Um, we gave them a shout out in our live panel. Uh, we'll, like I said, we'll put their link with the episode info. Uh, one of the coolest things I've seen at a convention. And they had a huge banner in the sky, so it was very easy to see from afar. Um, huge banner in the sky. It was hanging from the ceiling. It wasn't just like in like the bat signal, like cosplay repair. Um, should be, though. Should be, honestly. Yeah, so other than that, we really we didn't go to any panels. Jesse and I did not go to any panels. We were really... Um, we we did watch uh, a little bit of the podcast before us. Yes, we watched a little bit of the podcast before us. But we just did a lot of walking and visiting with friends and then preparing for our panel and like trying to see as much of the convention as we could. Mm-hmm. Also on Saturday, it would I, my dress took up a lot of space. So we did I did go to the costume contest in it, but I made sure I sat on the end so that I had some extra area to spread right. the hoop skirt. Um, yeah, we did it. Jake, you went to <laughs> oh, yeah, Jake, a robot yeah. battle? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really go to some a lot of panels either, but um, there's a lot of cool things. Yeah, they had, like, robot battles. Like, legit, like, decent-sized robots fighting. Um, so that was really cool. When you say decent size. I mean, like... Small child? Yeah, or? I mean, I would... Even bigger. Like, Ooh. I would say, like... Medium-sized child. Like, 200 to 300-pound robots. Like, the, like Jesse size yeah. robots. <laughs> like they, they, they're intense with like big, huge like forklifts, uh, like and saws and like blades and like just really cool uh, like robot fights. Um, and then there was a Star Wars area that I hadn't seen a, a con before that I really loved. Um, it was just like sets basically that you can walk through and take pictures with. So like that was the day that I was a rebel pilot. So that was really fun for me because there was just a ton of Star Wars people like cosplaying there taking pictures. So, um, yeah, I, I just really enjoyed like those little extra things. And then they had, and I saw a lot, like a little more than I was used to because I don't do a lot of Ren fairs, like Renaissance fairs, but like the Full Metal Steel is that what they're called? Uh, full Metal Combat. Com- yeah, the, like the the full armored Renaissance full steel combat. Yeah, maybe. Full, yeah, the full armored like knights or whatever fighting with swords and stuff. Um, so we watched a little bit of that, and I hadn't really seen that before. So just like all those little extra things, just you to should, experience, I thought were cool. You should come to Renfair with us this year. You'll see a lot of that. Um, yeah. So we really enjoyed Comic Palooza in Houston. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you want to follow along with us on social media, we are on Facebook and Instagram at Cosplay and Cocktails Pod, and we're over on TikTok at Cosplay and Cocktails. You can send us stuff. You can follow along. Or you can follow Jesse's weird social media or message her over on our email. Uh, yeah, on my platforms, you can send weird fish pics, interesting plants and mushrooms, uh, cocktail recipes, mocktail recipes, um, answers to I'm going to ask you a question. As a reminder, this week's question was, what is your favorite con, con- tradition? Um, could be before, after, or during the con. Um, 
but uh yeah so let us know what your favorite maybe we'll adopt it um like i said sorry my answer was so disappointing compared to my brother and my best friend's much better answer that's good though that's good that you guys had good answers that better answers than me you should because i just picked the question i can't answer and ask i mean i did but i can't be good at both Maybe I could. Well, you weren't good at either. So. Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, now, we're not going to have you on the podcast no more. You keep with that nonsense. Um, uh, yeah, uh, corrections. If uh, really they were different than 82, and I'm positive they were 82, but, you know, if we ever say something uh, factually wrong, we got a lot of Houston people, so if I said something uh, factually incorrect about Houston... Let us know. Uh, yeah. Uh, if you know someone who would like to be interviewed on the podcast, we'd love to uh, hear about it. Where you've got hopefully a couple interviews coming up. Uh, costumes you want us to feature. Conventions we should go to that we may not know about. Or rent fairs or other geeky events. You can send that to uh, my alt social media, which is at uh, CosplayPod on Instagram and TikTok um, and also email. So any basically anywhere that there's Cosplay Pod, that's us. Um, you can message us on our brand spanking new website where you can also find uh, the features I mentioned before, categorized episodes, um, all of our social links, <coughs> links to the show on wherever you listen to podcasts. That's available at podpage, P-O-D-P-A-G-E, dot com forward slash cosplay pod. If you would rather email us directly, our email is cosplayandcocktailspod at gmail.com. That's gmail.com. Um, okay, are we done? I think we're done. Jake, are we done? Sure. Okay, bye! Bye, everyone.